welcome back to another episode of this still currently unnamed surfing podcast. My name is Luke Hardaker and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we can take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. This week, I want to cover something that actually happened to me. And I want to go through something that it's all about having fun and made me take a look at myself and the way that I was responding to things in the ocean and my own attitude to other people in the surf. So this is something I've given to myself as coaching and something I want you to try as well. But just quickly, before I dive into this, next week, we're probably going to have a name for this. We're going to decide upon it. It's been almost a month now. And what that also means is that this podcast is going to move to its own channel because then we'll have a finalized name. So if you're subscribed, just be aware that this podcast will be moving to a whole new name and platform. It'll still be through Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast from. But I'm just giving you a heads up that it'll move away from the Ombi Surf Hacks one just so that we can split them up. And if you want both, you've got both. And if you want just the one, then you don't have to sift through all the other ones. We're just making it simpler. So probably next week, we'll have a name, we'll finalize it, and it'll be under a new home. And if you want to resubscribe to that there, then we'll just do that then. But for now, let's just get back to what we're really here for. Okay, so this week, I want to talk about having fun, but also my own negative attitude, um, which may surprise you. Um, But this really affected me negatively in a way that I wasn't really happy about in the moment. So I went back and had a look at what I was doing wrong. But this week, what I want to talk to you about is what the Groms have got that we don't and how to have more fun. So what I mean the Groms, yeah, I'm talking about the really young kids. Sometimes they can be really irritating. Sometimes they can just be having all the fun and catching every wave and dropping it on you. But when you look past that, there's a really big learning lesson that we're avoiding from them. And we can't go back in time, but we can learn from them. To explain this properly, I actually have to tell you what bothered me so much. I have to get into the details of the story. And this all came from a surf I had the other week. And there's this gang of groms that always seem to be out going to every single beach around where I live. And I have no idea how they're getting from beach to beach during school hours. But there's about a good group of 10 of them. And they're having the times of their life. But anyway, there's this one Grom who is really good. And as he was paddling out next to me, we're paddling back out after a series of waves, he screamed out to his other friend. Um, and this is what pulled me aside. He yelled out to his mate, next wave, I'm doing a stale fish reverse, full rotation. His mate just responded with, huh? So he repeated again. And somewhere inside of me, I just went, Go on, you Grom, you're dreaming. But this is what made me stop. I was actually shocked and appalled with my initial reaction. Sure, what he's so casually talking about was not that easy of a maneuver. It's a pretty serious effort. And all I could do is look at myself and think, when did I lose that attitude of trying ridiculous things in the surf? Better yet, when did we stop trying things in the surf altogether. That hurt. And I honestly sat there with that thought after that surf for weeks. 
it's honestly grinded away at me. But here's the kids trying anything and everything, even if it's within their grasp or completely out of reach. Now, this guy, this Grom, is really good. I wouldn't be surprised if he could do it. But doing a full rotation, air reverse, stale fish grab, the idea of doing that seems so foreign to most surfers at most beaches, something that is completely out of reach. But yet, here's the Groms going out and trying it no matter what. So if I take a look at myself, then I'd say I try things out in the surf for sure. I have a go and I'm not afraid to fail, but I feel those pursuits are too grounded in my own comfort zone and I'm not pushing the boundaries. And this sounds so next second nature to the Groms to go out and push things, but for adults, it can be a lost cause for us. Maybe we're making excuses. And this is definitely heard in skating. Maybe you said, I don't want to get injured as that will affect my work, or I can't do this, or it'll impact that. I feel you. I think most adults have that in one way or another. How then do we capture this essence and attitude from the Groms? How do we start actually trying and having more fun in the surf? I'm not advocating to start doing big Hail Marys in the surf, unless that's your thing, then go for it. But I just want you to get out there and have more fun and how we can steal the attitude of the Groms so that we can also, A, improve our surfing, feel less stress, and just have fun. Kids will always learn faster when it's play and having fun. There's no stress, there's no tension or anxiety. So the Groms are out there pushing the boundaries, tweaking things. They're constantly thinking, how can they push the boundaries or do something new? As an adult, when was the last time you simply played in the surf? Think about that. When did you actually play in the surf? When was the last time you just did something because it felt fun or it felt different or just because? Stuff what others think and you just did it? When was the last time that happened? For most of us, that might leave you there for a long time thinking about it. Myself, I had to think about that before I sat down to record this. If I answer that for myself, I always remember this surf trip with a group of friends and the surf was so bad. It was tiny and shore break, but it ended up going, going in with no expectations and just to stuff around and do something. The backside to this story, we'd driven several hours, booked accommodation, and there was nothing else to do. It was pouring down rain. So it was get in the surf or sit, sit around and do nothing. So we played in Tiny Shore Break, figuring out every single way that we could try and contort ourselves to try and get inside the Shore Break. Possibly one of the most surf, for most fun surfs we've ever had. But if you watched us, it probably just looked ridiculously boring or incredibly stupid. And yet for us, we were just playing. It was just, what can we do in the Shore Break and how can we turn this into something fun? How is it then that we're going to implement this in our surfing? Fail forwards. This means just do something with the attempt that through fail you learn. That is all fail forwards ever is always going to be. Forget what anyone else is thinking and just try. Try to learn something. Try to do something that makes you feel something. Don't play it safe. Surf with the attempt of falling off.
Yes, I just told you to go surf with the attempt of falling off. Surf with the, surf with the intention that if you try a turn, you have to go so hard that you'll fall off. If you fall, then ask, what happened and what went wrong? Or, what did I feel? How can I tweak that feeling? If you make it through the turn, continue surfing the wave and do it again with the intent of falling off again. Keep going on that same wave, trying to fall off by doing something positive that may cause you to fall off. Now, if you ask yourself, what's actually happening here? You're playing. You're not caring what the outcome is, but you're playing around with the, with the movement and trying to see how you can do it better or feel something different. And that's powerful. Those turns or whatever you did that you fell on gave you a feeling. They gave you feedback. They told you something or you experienced something. If you then tried to make sense of that, you're having micro light bulb moments. You're trying to understand the difference between each attempt. This is a massive step in learning something new. I can't talk about failing forwards and trying things and playing in the surf without bringing up fear and how to manage fear. Fear will be huge for some people, but letting go of expectations and letting go of the anxiety will help with negating that fear. If you're trying something new and you fear for a self-injury or something going wrong or hitting someone, who's to say you can't kick the board away from your mid-attempt? Who's to say you can't just jump off? If you're worried about hurting yourself or hurting someone else, then learn to fall. Learn to fall off. If you go to YouTube and type in onb.co and just type fall in our channel search, you'll find a video all about how to fall and why you should do it more. And that kind of covers a lot of the stuff that's being spoken about today. If you want to try and do turns, or whatever it is in bigger waves or smaller waves, then go up and have a crack at it. If you freak out, just safely kick the board away. Not into anyone, but just notch up your first attempt. That's better than not having a go. When was the last time you had a go at just doing something new and enjoying that feeling? Fear is replaced by confidence, and confidence is built up by repeating something over and over and gaining an understanding of it. So your half-assed failed attempts are your attempts at building the confidence, trying to understand it, asking the questions, figuring out what works, what doesn't, and how to do it so that you don't have to kick the board away. So whatever style of surfing you're doing, don't make an excuse on how your fear can overtake. Just make an excuse to give yourself a chance to try. If you're thinking this is all just about trying new things, then that's partly true. But it's also about having fun and how the Groms are just playing and how we can steal that attitude from them. So the next part of this is the critical part. The first part, you need to decide what you want to try. It doesn't matter what kind of surfing you're doing, what you're riding. It's all about just picking something that you want to try. And the next part's the fun part. And that's making a game of it. Just any game. No one needs to know but you. And the only goal is to have fun. So wherever you are in your surfing and whatever style of surfing you do, just think, how can I challenge myself and make a game out of trying to do that one thing? It's not about success and failure. It's just about having a go and making it fun. So if I go into that for my own surfing and how I've coached myself to work on this, 
I'm going to show you with you the two games I'm currently playing in the surf. No one else knows them but me, but they're fun for me, and no one's aware if I'm succeeding or failing, but all I can see is I'm having fun. The two games I play are like everything in surfing, nuanced and situational. There's a right time and there's a wrong time for things. And we need to take that viewpoint with what I'm about to talk about. So I have one when I'm on a shortboard and one when I'm riding a log. But these are also situational to the conditions. And not every surf allows me to do this. But sometimes I'll come up with something on the spot if the conditions are different. So I'll go through my shortboard game to begin with, which I refer to as the floater game. So if I'm on a shortboard and the conditions allow, it's how long or far can I do a floater? That's it. That's the whole game. Nothing else. Not about how many floaters can I land. It's just how far can I float across a section. It's not about making my floaters better. It's not about anything else. It's just I want to tap into that feeling of doing a floater and I want to hold onto it for as long as possible. And I don't want to let any fear or anything overcome me. It's just that thought of going, oh, I held on to that for a few more seconds. And maybe I've learned something each float. And that's, that's it. That's the simple part of it. So this results in me failing a lot because the whole goal is to hold it. It's not about landing it. For you and your shortboarding or mid-length alternative, ASIM, whatever you're riding, you can do the same thing. It's just picking something that you want to work on. That could be your bottom turn. It could be anything. It really just, just is down to what do you find fun in and then work on that and challenge yourself. The other game is what I refer to as the nose riding game. And this one is something I can only do on my log and it's all about cross-stepping and nose riding. I've only recently got my first nose rider, so I want to learn it quickly. I've been surfing for decades, but I've ridden longboards, but I've never really had the chance to dive into nose riding. And it's something that I really am excited about learning and doing. And it just seems fun. I love longboarding and I love feeling like I'm cheating in that I can ride waves for so much longer and I can catch waves easier and everything's just more relaxed. There's less stress. That's, that's the kicker to longboarding to me. It's all about just going for it and whatever. There's no expectations of how hard can I turn or anything like that. But back to my game. So I want to nose ride. And learning to nose ride can be tricky because there are certain sections and positioning that you need to do to properly get a nose ride off. And then it also comes down to technique and how you move your body. So my game is really just trying to nose ride as many sections as possible. And if you already ride a log and can nose ride, you might be thinking, whoa, there are times to do that and there are times not to. And I 100% agree. As I said before, everything's situational. So how can I easily learn that then though? Fail often is my, my answer to that. Learn by failing and falling on every section and learning what sections not to do it on 
and figuring out how to cross step across each different section and how to move my body properly. If I do that and ask myself what went wrong, I allow myself to forget the stress of success, forget anything else and just do it. Just go, have fun, cross step, feel like I'm cheating, feel like I'm doing something on a section I shouldn't be. But if I fall off, ask myself, what went wrong? What did I learn? What did I feel? How did I move? Did I do something wrong? Did I not position myself the best way? And by doing that, I'm allowing myself to have more fun and engage in a learning experience that doesn't make me stressed or angry, doesn't make me frustrated for my failures. It's all about a game of just how can I get to the nose quickly? And if I fall off, who cares? I'm learning. That's all that matters. I'm having fun. And then if I do get to the nose, it starts to become how long can I hold on to the nose for? And if I fall off the nose, why did I fall off? It is all just have fun and ask questions. That's it. So then I want to ask you, if you're sitting there thinking, how can you apply this? Well, you can do this with anything. There are so many things in your surfing you can try this for. It doesn't matter what you're writing, what you're doing, or what you're trying to achieve. You can do this with anything in your surfing. Just pick something that is fun, makes you feel something. You could do it again and again. And you want to learn it. That's the next part. So set a goal. Set a goal of something that you want to improve and make a game of it. doesn't matter what it is. Just incrementally try to push it more. If it's improving your bottom turn, try and get more vertical. Try and hold it longer. Try and tap into the, the bottom power zone more. If it's your cutbacks, try and come all the way around more. Try and see the, the top of the foam more and rebound off it. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's barrels, pull into more crappy sections and just find that feeling. Try and not pull in and close your eyes and suddenly shut off and give up. Try. The options are endless for you and what you can apply this to, and they're all methods for you to mix it up. Try new things that change the feeling. Change incremental things that you do in your movement or technique to feel something new. Tying it back to whenever you do something, ask yourself, how did that feel? How did, it, how did I move? What was different? What went wrong? And what should I try differently? As I've said before and time again, everything in surfing is nuanced. Everything has a place and a time based on where you are on the wave, what you're riding, what you're trying to do, and what you're trying to accomplish. So if you implement this method, have fun, let go of the stress, try something, and figure out when's the right time to do it and when's not. But don't stress about that. That can just be tied to what surfboard you're riding or what the conditions are allowing. If you want to go out there and play the floater game, but there's no sections that are giving it to you, then don't stress about it. Find a new game. Do something different. I want to ask you then, will you try this? Will you implement this in your surfing? Will you start playing games? Will you start trying things? Just anything. Something that makes you feel. Are you convinced to try this? Do you feel like sometimes you've lost the fun in the surf and that maybe by making a silent game to just you or you and your mates will make it exciting again? Do you envy the Groms and how everything is a laugh to them and they're just out there having fun? 
Or do you already do this? I'd love to know. And I want to know how you'd apply this to your surfing and what possible game you'll make up or what are you going to do to try and fail forwards in the surf? You can email me at info at ombi.co anytime. And if you're new to Ombi and our approach to surfing sounds exciting to you and you want to know more, you could head to ombi.co, scroll all the way down to the bottom and download the Ombi Method PDF. This is all of our training from head coach Clayton wrapped up into one little document that'll introduce you to everything that we do. If you'd like to jump into our training programs, then we also have a free four-week course available online on our website as well. Otherwise, we have a whole list of guides and YouTubes available for you anytime as our back catalogue for you to explore and improve your surfing as well. But other than that, as I said at the start, we'll be finalising a name next week and this will be moving on to a new, new channel so that we can separate the two. I'll let you know what that is ahead of time and we'll get them out in a way that won't disrupt how you find these. But in the meantime, I hope you've had a wonderful Christmas, stress-free, and enjoyed some surf. And on behalf of Ombi, thank you very much for an amazing 2021, and 2022 is shaping up to be even bigger for us. There's so much more that we want to get out and introduce to the Ombi community. So on behalf of everyone at Ombi, thank you for making up the Ombi community. And until then, I'll see you next time.